Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to The Callback with this week's guest, Laura Smithers. And welcome to The Callback with me, Emma Bentley. This is the podcast where each week I speak to a different actor about a memorable audition. I'm an actor and a writer from the Midlands who's taken two solo shows to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, worked with the incredible Kit and Akin Theatre and has acted in several commercials. However, there are many jobs that I really wanted but missed out on, all because I've been in a bit of a funk. So, this is my chance to turn it all around and through reflecting on our mindsets in past auditions, work out what's the best way to get that call back. Anyway, how are you? It's been so long. It's been so long. I feel like this lockdown is so much more difficult than the original, the original, um, (laughs) the original lockdown. The original lockdown. (laughs) So Laura, thank you so much for coming on. Thank Um, you for having me. You're very good at being um, sort of like sage. Oh. Giving sage advice. Yeah, that is a word. That's very, I'll take that. I think that's quite nice. Um, and like, I don't know, we can cut this out if you don't want to talk about it, but obviously you've had some like massive personal stuff going on in the last like, you know, year. Yeah. And I feel like you've really like taken that in your stride to like sort of influence the way that you like choose to live your life and speak about things. Mm. I don't know whether you feel like that from the inside, but that's how I feel like, you know, it's it is it's funny grow. yeah it's funny you saying that because it's hard to see what it's like from your mm. own kind of perspective but um I think you're right it's definitely changed it's changed something I'm not sure what it is but something yeah something has changed um and I'll just say what happened just to yeah, put yeah. context um so my my dad had a my dad's 70 he was 73 and um really 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 close to him and we're all really close as a family um yeah. he was he's super fit like he does triathlons and the london hundred and he's like he did his a level italian at 65 and got like a stars he's um he's so intelligent he's a chemist he's a barrister like and he's just such a wonderful 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 man and I love him so much um and he had a huge stroke basically um October 2019 and that completely just like like I felt like obliterated Mm. just everyone around him um, and me felt completely just kind of blown apart um because he lost so much he lost um his like 
all physical kind of ability was paralyzed and um, lost his speech, couldn't write. Um, so all communication was had gone, um, mm. including some understanding as well at the beginning. So it was just so, and this is all like overnight, just yeah, yeah, all of a sudden, just out of the blue. And it was just the biggest, the the biggest shock to my life and system I think I've ever, and for for him as well, and mm-hmm. um, obviously, and it's just like it, it, it he is better like he's not bed bound and he he can he can thankfully kind of walk it's more of a shuffle at the moment and um but he can't do any of the things that makes him who he is um mm. and he still can't speak and I don't think that's going to come back so speech is lost and he can't yeah. write still so it's really difficult for him um the he did manage to get back some swimming which was great because that's something he's absolutely in love with um yeah but he's got no use of the right hand like the right arm um but he's just so happy when he's in the water and it's so nice to see that because I think at the moment especially now and especially in lockdown he is Mm. like he is very low really 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 struggling and my mum is it's hard for my mum as well um and he changed like especially at the beginning he changed emotionally and um yeah so it's been really difficult it's I think like yeah I think you know obviously as we as we all start to get older there's going to be more and more things like this Mm. that's going to happen to all of our friendship group Mm. but I think that um like if in 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 terms of our friendship group I think this was one of the things that really happened and you're like wow okay like life is so precious you know mm, yeah um, so precious and like you you know you talking about the effect on that it's that it's had on your family the way it just completely you know shattered what you thought you mm. were or mm. you know and like that go, what goes along with that is all of the things that you care about and you know oh yeah the principles yeah. and all of that yeah. and I think yeah like we could I could really sense that the best way to describe it was like I could see mm. it like a huge pane of glass like then that was that represented my life and in the yeah. middle which is like my maybe my core for my my being <laughs> um yeah. is, is my family like that's that's the core like that's the middle of the pane of glass and then there's just yeah. this huge like humongous crack in the middle and it sends cracks everywhere like to all the aspects, you know, all the different parts of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is that pane of glass that just cracks tiny, you know, tiny ones that just filter into everything you do um, yeah. from this huge one in the middle. And that's just kind of how, that's how I, that's how I pictured it. So as it, but as it, as it goes on though, does it sort of like, you know, does the, the pane of glass just become new and different in a way that, like obviously you're always going to have bad days but yeah everyone's going to have a bad day within that yeah central core of the family some sometimes but in in terms of you know looking forward is there is there a way that it kind of like you're like okay well it's not going to be that old pane of glass anymore yeah but it's it's changed into something different and and that's okay or I don't know yeah I think I think I don't think I'll ever be okay with what's happened and I think the 
pay like this this is really deep i'm going like <laughs> huge <laughs> huge deep tangent because <laughs> i remember saying i just remember saying to my other half like this the pain the pain that i felt i don't think that will ever go away i think that will right, always yeah. stay but um there yeah there is a way forward and I threw myself into kind of being his therapist and being like okay come on let's you know let's do his physical activity let's do some writing and doing that mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. and that that actually sped up my lockdown like the first that first really long stint of lockdown that's what I did yeah every single day um wow which was but it meant but it gave me something to do and it gave us something to look forward to and you know he did improve and it was great to you know we and as a family because we're so close we were able to do that and that you know that was really great um yeah and you wouldn't have been able to have, have that time exactly without exactly, the pandemic unfortunately and yeah exactly and we were really and we kept saying you know we're actually really lucky we're so lucky because my mum would have needed lots of help um so it just meant that me and my sister could be there all the time yeah. for like the you know dad just came out of hospital he was in there for six months. So mm-hmm. it just meant we were there, you know, it was just, it enabled us, it enabled that time. And it's precious, like, you know, time is so precious. But yeah, way yeah. forward. And I think just learning to accept, just accepting, I think that's just the way forward, isn't it? And also having the best friends, <laughs> you know, your friends, <laughs> um, your friends are the ones that really, obviously family as well, but friends really, my God, my mum's friends, my dad's friends, my friends, my sister, like we had the most amazing people that surrounded us and gave us so much love and support and courage mm. and everything, everything that we needed, um, they gave it and more. And that was really, I think, what what pulled us all kind of through it was just other people yeah. being lovely and kind and open. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's so lovely. That's that's really that is really lovely. Um, yeah. Um. So, like, um, in terms of because I I think for you because obviously like actors will be thinking of their career in terms of like pre-pandemic and like post-pandemic, mm. but then also for you, there's like an added thing of like. I don't or did yeah maybe I should ask that first which is that do you think your dad's stroke has had a big effect on the way you think about your career yeah it has yeah yeah and it I I got to there was a point where I was like oh I shouldn't do you know again it it all kind of goes back to time I was like Mm. oh maybe I should quit like you know I'm, I'm sure every actor went through their head just being like this is the yeah. time this is the time to yeah. get out um because what am I doing and what the hell what 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 the fuck's going on um so I felt yeah. that just so you know <laughs> yeah I'm sure that's and I'm sure lots thing. of people listening I'm sure the same. like I can probably say you know 99% of us just went okay this is the time where we but you know it must be so hard for those actors that have just you know they're either in drama school have just graduated like I really feel for those guys I feel so sorry for them really really feel for those guys because oh man it's so it's it's supposed to be so exciting you know that time is just like yeah I'm out and let's do this and uh instead they just got the complete opposite right yeah usually within a year then you're like 
oh, okay, yes. there's nothing here. But yeah, at least you yeah. like you get to live that dream a bit for your head in a bit. Exactly. Uh, but yeah. Um, exactly. But yeah, yeah. But I also had uh, he bad my mum. Really lucky to have really supportive parents, and I think it's mm. so for me. It's been really important this whole time. They've just been like, you know, you've got to do. I think especially my dad saying you don't want to regret anything you've got to do what you want to do and do it now you know mm. otherwise you you know you don't want to sit behind a desk and be miserable <laughs> so I and I thought and then you know that happened to him and I was like oh no he's so right like I don't it is precious I don't want to waste my time in something I don't want to do you know I want to do this this is this is like instilled in me that this yeah. is this is this is my calling <laughs> <laughs> but I have to I have to try every possible which way to try and see it through um and so it's actually spared me on a bit more actually well everyone spent so much of lockdown sort of watching tv and film mm. as well I think like that has really spurred me on as well yeah I completely like, agree I totally I just, agree there's so many things I watch and I'm just like I just love this yeah. or like things where I'm like this is not good. I could write this better or like yeah. things where I'm like, I don't really like that actress. And like, <laughs> I d- maybe that's really negative way of thinking no, about no, it. No, 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 that's just your opinion. I don't know. Just like when you just get really sucked into TV and film in the way that all of us have been probably for the last year. Yeah. You know, it's impossible to escape that. And, and I'm not ready to be watching something and not be, analyzing it as an actor like no way would I ever just be like oh yeah other people do that but I never will like (laughs) you're you're right you're so right you are right and it's but it does spare you on you're like I could do Mm. that I could do that I want to do that why am I doing that (laughs) so uh yeah it's uh it's part of the manifestation manifesting I think yeah like I hope it is like sort of uh like I only realized I, I don't know why I'd never heard this quote before but because I, I always talk about being jealous like I've talked about being jealous of people for like years and years but mm. like the, the only the other day I, I heard this quote that was like like if you feel like jealous if you look at something someone wants or has and you want it or like you feel jealous of someone like it's because you it's well obviously yeah it's because he wanted that's what I just said but like it's not just a bad it's not just a negative feeling like it's a sign it's good to think of it as like a sign saying to you like yeah you want it so like okay how are we going to plan to get that not just like you don't just have to sit there in your negativity and be like I don't just have to sit there and watch Killing Eve and be like oh my god Jodie Comer is so good and be like and I don't mean to add on that, oh, and I will never do that. Like, and I can watch it and be like, she's so fucking good in that. And she's so funny. And she's so good at doing di- all these different accents. And she's so versatile. And like, and I have all the power in me to do those things as well. And like, one day I will. Like, Yes. Yes. Yes, Emma. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're right. And also, like, and I, I have friends doing really well at the moment. Um which is and and they have been in the past as well, and mm-hmm. um, I've been watching lots of. Um, have you watched any of the Hollywood Reporters Roundtable? 
on YouTube and like all the actresses talk and actors talk. I might have watched the one about um, Big Little Lies. I think. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. I was so I think I've seen all of them. Literally, I got so right. addicted. I got down like yeah, a black yeah, yeah. YouTube hole, um, <laughs> and so many. Like I think in every single one, um, because a question comes up. You know, what would advice? What advice would you be given? What mm-hmm. advice would you give to young actors? Or what would you wish you yeah. told yourself like ten years ago? And everyone's like, oh, don't compare yourself to other actors. Like, there's no point. Don't compare. Don't compare. Don't compare. And that came up every single time, and. Uh, I think it is the best advice, but it is so, it is hard, isn't it? It's really difficult to be like, well, they're doing that. Why, why, why am I not doing that? Um, Yeah. But, but to see it, it's just to see it in a different way that they're supposed to, they're supposed to do that role. That's what, that's, Mm. you know, that's meant, they were meant to do that. And I'm meant to do this and I've got this to give and they don't have that to give, but they've got this to give and I don't have that to give. So and it all depends. And I've been doing, and because of, do, do you know what? Because of the pandemic, I have done quite a few casting workshops with a lot of casting directors, which has been really eye-opening for me. And That's really cool. I don't think I would have done so many, or I think I booked one just before the pandemic started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, the casting directors have really opened their doors and, you know, doors that have been closed to people, you know, kind of full stop um, in the industry. You know, those doors that you can't open and you can't meet them and it's just difficult. Um, Mm. Whereas I feel like they've just gone, oh, this is just such a shit time. Just everyone, let's just have a big party together, get to know each other and they've um, not a party but um yeah, yeah I feel I feel like they really they've really um just opened the opportunities and uh, I've met and all the one all the casting directors I've met have been lovely just so oh, so, so nice. lovely and um and they just want you to do well they just they that's what they want it helps them as well for their job um, yeah. it makes it easier if you know because they just want they want you to do your best they want to see what you can do what you can give and then that's it and have a chat as well they just want to get to know you as a person to know kind of what spin you could possibly put on this sort of character or yeah character yeah. a character b whatever it is um and that's that that's kind of obviously they get like a thousand or thousands of um applications for one mm. one um one character but it that has been so eye-opening for me and also getting it's made me more comfortable self-taping you know the more I do it the more and right, it, yeah. the more I do it not I mean technically technical wise yes and um, but more mentally just kind of like oh my god what am I doing whatever you know oh casting directors and in all of that kind of the stigma that comes with the cast the casting director yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like the stigma that comes with an agent. Um, yeah, I know. It's, I know. It's like, you know, that same yeah. kind of, um, yeah. and that has gone, like, that's kind of gone for me. And I think, uh, so that's really, that's really, amazing. really helped. Yeah. I think, I think something that I discovered the other day as well is that like untapped talent is, is not something that is like, you know, I, I've always thought, oh, you know, I'm not always thought, but recently I thought, oh, I, I'm going to be 30 and I haven't really done much yet. 
but I've actually got this amazing special and I'm talking about you here as well like this amazing special thing that we're both untapped talent Mm. and like one day someone is going to discover us and like isn't that so great that like the casting director the director like the whole team of some show or like thing whatever it is whatever the vehicle is it doesn't matter but we're all going to get to experience like you know us getting the opportunity to really get our teeth into something for the first time um and and that's not something to be ashamed of that's something to be excited for yeah um yeah. rather rather than like oh it's ha- rather than think of it like oh it hasn't happened to me yet and yeah oh, I'll never this you know I'll never do this and oh, I haven't done this yet and blah 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 it's like I've got this amazing light inside of me that is just waiting for someone to find me and mm-hmm. when they do oh my god it is gonna <laughs> shine so fucking bright like people are gonna need their sunglasses to put on bitch <laughs> Yes, because... Emma. Yes. <laughs> that is that you're so right. That's exactly what it is. And I think that's kind of oh, yeah. You've just articulated what goes on in my brain every way, like every day when I wake up. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this will happen. This will happen. This will happen. It's just not yet. It's, it hasn't happened yet, but it will yeah. happen. And that's that's the that was the honestly, Emma, that was the conversation that happens in my brain every single day. Like once that's a, a good day, conversation though that that I think but I think I need it like you know that's the need that's that that is the that's what keeps me the spin. and obviously and obviously there will be the days where you're like oh no, yeah I yeah can't. yeah but don't let that happen just talk back at that little voice and just be like no like I hear you but that's not true like what you're saying is not true <laughs> I watched Bridget like I just finished. I know I'm a bit behind, but I just finished Bridgerton. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, did you yeah. watch it? Have you watched it? I've not. I've not finished it yet. Um, okay. Okay. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, no spoilers or anything. But I was okay, just looking sure, at the sure. cast, and because I'm a mixed race actor, um, mm-hmm. and I was just looking at this cast, I was like, oh my god, I could be in a yeah. period drama. Like, <gasps> there were black people in the exactly Georgian era it's not yeah. like there wasn't and and then people that had high you know they were high um you know upper class um yeah you know so it's it's, it's an exciting time and I think I think that also spurs me on that um and my sister said my sister's also an actress my poor parents mm-hmm. um and uh, <laughs> she said you know she said this is this is the time this is the time for us this is yeah exciting like this is I don't know. I think we both felt we both felt a huge change in um, in castings and uh, in the industry um, mm. over the pandemic um, in a really great, exciting way. And I, I, I think she feels the same as me. Hello, lovely listeners. I hope this finds you all really well today. Now, this might be the first episode of The Callback that you've listened to, or maybe it's the fourth or the fifth, um, but I wanted to just say thank you so much for supporting me, and there is another way that you can support me if it's something you are interested in being a part of, and that is my Patreon space for the show, which is called The Magnetic Actors. 
So here's the thing, I've absolutely loved making the podcast and honestly, even if only one person had listened to it, um, it would have been absolutely worth it because I've learned so much and I'm feeling really equipped for when things start hotting up in the industry as the pandemic eases and I and I really hope you feel the same way too. However, I just want to be completely honest with you um, that it's a huge amount of work for me to do as just one self-employed gal and it is really fun um, but it is a full-time job. So the Patreon is there so that I can continue making episodes and basically avoid getting burnt out and um, yeah, just really feel supported in order to make lots more content for you guys and uh, yeah, keep the conversation going about positive mindset and magnetism and, and energy in our creative fields. You can become a Patreon for as little as £3 a month, which is the same as just one cup of coffee. But I wanted to say I totally understand that it is a really tough time out there right now for artists. And and I don't want anyone to feel bad about not giving or, you know, if it's just something that's not available to you right now, do not worry at all. Patreon members get to help me make series two and decide what's going to be in there. They'll get access to exclusive articles. There's also going to be a Facebook group for the magnetic actors where we can contact each other, help each other out, tell each other what we're up to at the moment um, and share opportunities. And for the top tier, you can also sign up for a one-to-one acting mindset session with me. So go check it out. The link is in the show notes or on the link tree on social medias but most of all thank you so much for listening i'd love to talk about your memorable audition if you have one in mind yep uh so whereabouts were you at the time so this audition (laughs) this in your life this was my very very first audition ever for anything um Ooh, and so, exciting. we've not had one of yeah these. Okay. really it was and I think I didn't have this is I was in Belfast so I had be I was based in Belfast at the time because I'd gone to uni there and uh after uni I went and went back and uh trained at the Lyric Theatre so it's like the sister lyric of the Lyric Theatre in uh, London mm-hmm, um yeah. so yeah I, I did a training a nine month training course there um which was great and so much fun and a lot of my friends that went you know that I went to uni with also did the same training course and it was yeah brilliant good time good times yeah and uh I you know I didn't have an agent I I didn't it wasn't it wasn't a drama school so you know we didn't have all of that you know agents coming to see and plus Belfast as well like London agents don't really travel over there to see showcases and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um they do, but not, I mean, not, not, to, not for that. Um, but yeah, so the theatre itself put me up for my first audition, which was down in Dublin. Uh, and it was for punk rock that was going to be at the Lyric in Belfast, but the audition was in Dublin. Um, so uh, they, yeah, they, the, the, the theatre put me up for it, which I'm still really grateful towards them for doing that. Um, and so I went down to Dublin with my boyfriend obviously had this uh, learned the script and went over it with him um and didn't really know 
I didn't really know what to expect. I was young, like a, a really early 20s, 23, um, mm-hmm. 22, yeah, 22. And um, I got to the audition and there were loads of people there, lots and lots of young, you know, we're all around the same age because punk rock is all based on school kids. Um, yeah. So just lots of young people there. And I was like, oh, okay. And um, if I remember correctly, it was we were auditioned as like groups of people. So uh, we'd be like, okay, you play, you play this character. You're going to play this character. You're going to play this character. And then you just do a scene. Um, Yeah. And I felt, I felt like basically there were so many other people in the room and uh, I was like, oh, I I felt basically like I didn't get a look in um, that I wasn't really seen. And uh, I had, I felt, you know, I had, I think one or two lines and, um, and and then that was it. Okay, I was like, okay, thank you. You know, see you later. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I thought, oh well, I'm not. That's that's not happening because for me, I was like, they didn't really see. I, I felt like I didn't do anything or showed anything. In uh, right, yeah. And yeah. you know, I was like, so how can they make a decision on that? Uh, you know, anyway. So I just said, I was like, oh, I'm not going to get it. And uh, he 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 was just like oh what are you doing now I said oh just gonna walk around Dublin he was like oh, okay well might might see you you know might not and so say goodbye and then mm-hmm. um had an email or phone call asking me to do another audition when I got home like a video ah. uh, a self-tape this is the very first self-tape I've ever done in my entire life and so it was very very <laughs> different to what self-tape is now um and so I, I did a couple of scenes on tape sent them off and then I got mm-hmm. the job and that was it. Oh my goodness. And that was it. I feel like that play, this sounds, and I don't, I think I believe in fate, I think, but yeah. I feel like that play was fate. Like I was supposed to do that. Okay. I meant, to, I was meant yeah. to do that. Um, and that was, that was the thing that started my, I say career, but career off, um, that was what started it off and I was meant yeah. that was meant to happen yeah that's such an interesting dynamic though because um yeah was, we haven't talked about that kind of audition yet where especially like with group auditions like you have no idea whether literally not a clue it's, yeah whether you literally are just fading into the background or yeah that was you're, me you're, you're you're being seen and I think that's that is so interesting and encouraging for me and probably for people listening to to hear that you literally because like as you were describing that I was like I know exactly that feeling where you just walk out and you're like oh well, I guess yeah. that was it then and yeah. you're just like literally and you just go well you know it's, it's an experience it was an experience you just take the experience like I just kept I remember keeping saying I kept saying the word experience so many times <laughs> because I was like there's no way how can they cast me if they've not seen me I don't understand so I was like there's no way there's no way did you feel a bit like did you ever think, because I know I would do this, so I don't know whether I'm just putting words into your mouth, but feel like, oh, maybe I should have like done something a bit crazy and tried to like stand out more. Like this was before you found out you got it. No, I don't think so. That I, oh, okay, that's, I, <laughs> that just I makes think, me sound really bad. <laughs> I'm quite, yeah. I'm, I'm an outgoing person, but I think when it, when it comes to stuff like that and 
being really young and not knowing what the hell I was really doing <laughs> at the time of, you know, I, I, I was just kind of like, oh, that's, that's just how it is. And I, yeah, I didn't think to do anything like that. No, that's, that's, that's exactly what you shouldn't do actually though, isn't it? Like, yeah, you yeah, shouldn't I guess, ever I mean, think, oh, walk out of something and be like, oh, they didn't notice me. Therefore, oh, I should have like put a stupid hat on and been like, hello, hello. notice me. Because <laughs> those are exactly the type of people in audition that you're like, right, not working with them. Like, yes. Because, yeah. because yeah. yeah, but that is just so nice to think about. You were just in that audition, like doing your job, like tackling that role, even though you were like, maybe somewhere in the back of your head you were like oh, I've only got two lines but you were just like well I'm just gonna be me and then you were like a little shining star and they just saw you and was like bam get her get her Laura's yeah Laura's our one. <laughs> oh Laura thank you so much for being our guest for episode four of the callback that was amazing uh, I think a lot can be taken from that conversation Um, especially the stuff about finding a way of tapping back into the simplicity of auditions that we find ourselves in when we first leave drama school um i know or or you know just enter the industry um i know that the first audition i did um it was just for an ad but i got the job too and it's because i think i just walked in i was nervous yeah but I didn't have all the other junk with me about auditioning and the industry that I've now is now weighing me down. Um, no, it's not weighing me down right now, but it has probably been um, in yeah other situations. Uh, so if you're listening and you think, yeah, I used to feel like that too. Um, I'm thinking we could all get a bit creative this week and try a little exercise. Okay, just hear me out. Um, so write a diary entry of you in an audition in the early days where you felt like it went well, maybe you got the job, maybe you didn't, but you felt like it went well and you just felt like you weren't carrying the burden of, you know, whatever you've gathered over the last three, four, five years, ten years, um... And yeah, really write in detail about what you felt like on that day, what the air was like, how, what clothes you were wearing, how you found out about the job, what you saw on your way to the audition, what actually felt like to be in that audition room. And my plan is that next time we all get our next audition, we're gonna have a read of that diary entry and we are going to get into that energy of just going in fresh, just no expectations and just going for it. And we're going to try and recreate that. So let me know what you think. I'm going to try it. I want you to try it. Let's see if it works. Um, Laura, I also wanted to thank you for sharing that difficult stuff about you and your dad. Um, and how your dad's illness has affected the way you think about your career as a whole. Um, I know, uh, listeners, it was a bit off-piste from the uh, usual conversation, um, but I think it was really important and um, I'm sure there will be people out there in a similar situation 
to Laura. So um, yes, thank you for being so open and honest as usual. Next week on The Callback, I am speaking to the amazing Matthew Morrison. It's a really interesting episode. Um, And yeah, Matthew is basically... He is a super magician, um, magician in terms of the uh, shadow work archetypes, which if you check out the Instagram, which is at the callback pod, um, I have done a bit of an explanation of these. Um, But yeah, the magician basically just is completely in the present, um, doesn't care about the future because he knows everything is going to be all right. And he's in his constant state of amnesia because he will just because he doesn't need to think about the past and he doesn't need to think about the future he's just totally in the present and that is Matthew and (laughs) literally to the point where you won't know that he's like starring in a film because he's just like oh yeah I did that oh yeah I forgot um so uh yeah he's a brilliant brilliant actor and man and uh yeah don't don't miss out tune in uh, thank you, listeners, to everyone who has supported the show since we released the first episode. Um, I've had so many lovely messages and I really, really mean it when I say that they mean a lot to me and the team, um, Karis and Reyes. Um, this is not like doing a theatre show at all. It's lonely out here. Um, so, yeah, they just you just kind of upload it and it just goes out into the world and you have no idea if people are listening or whether they like it or whatever until they message you so um if you would like to get in touch um no pressure at all um but we are on instagram at the callback pod um i do share quite a lot of stuff on there and um yeah i feel like it's it's quite a nice little space so come and have a look or on twitter at magnetic actors uh don't forget also to subscribe to the podcast on the app of your choice um we're on apple podcasts spotify soundcloud acast amazon music and audible uh okay all right lovely people i will see you next week all right bye the callback is written and presented by me emma bentley it's edited by Karis Taylor, artwork by Reyes de las Heras, and the title music is by K Minor. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.